Welcome to the weekly podcast of All Dad Jazz, where I provide insights each week as I tackle the most important job, being a dad. My name is Giovanni. Thank you very much for listening, and please enjoy the episode. everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of All Dad Jazz. Now, the purpose of today's episode, the main focus that I would like to highlight, is basically just the purpose of it all. Why did I set up All Dad Jazz? Well, for starters, I'm an expat dad. I'm currently living in South Korea with my family. Uh, My wife and I, we have two children. And so whether you're an expat dad yourself Maybe you're a dad that's just about to become a father for the very first time, or maybe you have several children of your own. This podcast basically is just sheer entertainment. It's a a chance for me to kind of talk about my family, my relationship with my wife, um, the bond I have with my children, and what's life like living as an expat. I'm originally from the USA. I am from uh, Chicago, Go Cubs, and I've been living in Korea for the past uh, 10 years on and off. But yeah, so if there's anything as far, as far as maybe tips that I can provide or any kind of guidance that you're kind of looking forward or maybe just share some fun dad stories, then this podcast is made just for you. So let's kind of dive into my background a little bit. As I mentioned, I am an expat dad. I first came to Korea back in 2012. I've lived here on and off, you know, two years here, three years there. And I would, you know, return home to Chicago for a little bit only to just come back. Because I have to say, like, ever since moving out of the U.S., living in a different country, it, it's been just life-changing. Not as life-changing as, you know, getting married having kids. <laughs> that was a, definitely a fun chapter of my life, but uh, I'm, I'm really glad that I did it because it also gave me the opportunity to meet my wife. You know, she is South Korean. We did meet uh, here several years ago, back in 2016, in the same town. We were living in uh, Ilsan, uh, which is just west of Seoul, about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. And ironically, that's where we're currently living right now with our family. So a full circle, how about that? Um, I did live a little bit in China. I didn't have a family at the time, but I was there just for a little bit, just for six months. I was supposed to stay for the year. Wasn't really for me. I've had some friends who, you know, taught there and they, they enjoyed it a lot more than I did. But uh, unfortunately, it just was a, it was a bad experience. And uh, I learned my lesson. Um, prior to, again, having a family, I was well-traveled. I've been to over 30 countries. Again, a lot of that was funded because I've been teaching English here as well to, you know, Korean kids at these private schools called Hagwans in Korea. Um, a little bit about my family. I have two kids. I have an, uh, an eldest daughter. She is four years old. And I have a son. And he just turned one in April. So my wife and I, we were kind of pretty lucky, you know, to get the, the full package, you know, the girl and the boy. Um, I remember when she was pregnant with our second child, we knew, I mean, we knew it had to have been a boy because her symptoms were completely different versus uh, our daughter. Where she was just constantly getting like, sick, like all the time. I felt like really bad, you know, it was like every single day. She was kind of going through, you know, that, all that nauseated feeling, the, the vomiting stuff. And I just felt like helpless. Like, I feel like, and I feel like most dads can relate to this, that you kind of just feel like helpless. Like, we can only do so much. 
sure, we, you know, we plant the seed and that's basically it, right? The woman has to carry, has to nurture it, you know, give birth, all that hard stuff. So for us, at least for me, I just felt like I wasn't, I didn't really get like a hands-on experience uh, with both pregnancies. But I tried to promise myself to do a, a better job the second time around. I, I got to admit, because my wife reminds me this every single day and probably will until the day that I die, that our first pregnancy, I didn't do like diddly squat. No support, didn't help her, didn't ask if she needed anything. And that's the thing with women. Doesn't matter which country they're from, where they're from, they're always, always going to remind you to the day you die of what you did wrong. They'll always hold it against you. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, she's great. She's my best friend. She's a wonderful life partner. I'm really glad that, uh, you know, she is my wife and that we're able to bring two beautiful children to this world and raise them together, um, you know, as a team. Now, obviously, when we first got married, there were, I don't want to say, like, culture clashes. But, you know, there, there was a difference. Even now, like, we still joke that we have, like, a language barrier, you know, especially if we're fighting or having arguments or misunderstanding one another. But it's all good fun. And one day I'd like to dedicate an episode specifically to that, you know, being married to somebody from a different culture or an interracial marriage, if you will. And I do apologize for... If I'm sounding a little bit uh, coming off as a whisper, you know, I just put the kids to sleep. And it's actually very a funny story because I've been attempting to record the very first episode for the past couple days now. But I found that every single time I try to put, you know, my daughter to sleep, I just ended up passing out with her well into the night. Now, this happened like two or three nights consecutively. I found myself, at least with age, that I can no longer stay up past 9 p.m. on most days. And, uh, so I apologize for, you know, coming off a maybe soft-spoken, um, but I did really just want to try to squeeze out this episode uh, without disturbing the kids' slumber. And believe it or not, the, the day that I'm recording this is actually uh, on the 4th, the 4th of July. So happy birthday, America. Happy Independence Day to all my friends and family back home. So yeah, good old USA. It's a shame I won't be able to be there, watch the firework displays, have a nice cold IPA and maybe some hamburgers. I mean, then again, I could always just go to McDonald's out here and just buy a Budweiser at the local convenience store, but it just isn't the same. And speaking of hamburgers, I just read that Five Guys had just recently opened here in South Korea. I believe it opened in Gangnam, which is basically like the Beverly Hills district of Seoul, kind of like the song Gangnam Style. That's what he's referring to. Yeah, so Five Guys just recently opened, and I heard it would cause such a ruckus because people were actually camping and waiting outside for this damn shop to open. To like, People were getting there as early as like 6 a.m., and I just read today in the Korea Herald that I believe within the first day they sold at least like 15,000 burgers. Like, ludicrous. There's a Loteria, there's Burger King, they have all these other burger places around. Why the hell would you want to wait in a long-ass line just for Five Guys? doesn't make sense to me. I don't get what the hype is, but... What I would like to do is wrap up today's episode with something that I kind of have as a fond memory about parenting and some guidance. Because I remember when I was in high school and I was staying with a friend over the summer, his dad gave him a curfew, well, both of us a curfew, and I remember he broke it the one time. And as punishment, his dad basically took his car keys and said, all right, for the next, I think, week or the next few days, you won't be able to go out past a certain time. He, he lowered the curfew time. And as my friend, you know, kind of stormed away, he kind of looked at me and said, you know, parenting, you know, it's not easy. As a dad, I'll never forget this. He says, as a dad, 
the day you were handed your child at the hospital, you're not also given uh, a handbook. There's no parenting guidebook. You just kind of learn along the way. And to this day, like all these years later, like I still remember that. Like the day my daughter was born and, you know, the, the nurse handed her over to me, I thought like, dear Lord, like I am responsible for this human being, right? This little girl of mine is trusting me to provide for her, to clothe her, feed her, everything. And that just put it into just a big, broad perspective. And then obviously with my second child being born, it was just kind of the same thing. It wasn't pressure. I didn't feel pressure at all. I was like really excited about it. I was like really excited, you know, to have a son. And uh, just the fact that it wasn't our first rodeo, we, like, we knew we could take care of two kids. Like there was no question about it. And so the day that he was born, I remember I just, I cried. I actually had tears in my eyes. The first one, I think it was just sheer shock. Like I, I couldn't think, I couldn't feel. Like the moment my, our daughter was delivered, I just stood there with a blank, a blank face. Um, it took a while for it to kind of sink in. But with the second son, it was like right away. I felt more compassion, I, I feel, towards my wife than I did the baby. I mean, I, I rushed <laughs> to my wife's side first before I did to our son because she went through a lot because, again, this is during the COVID time. And when we went to the hospital to deliver, like South Korea already had all these like, strict protocols with like deliveries and fathers not being present in the room. It, it was just nonsense. I, I will talk about that. I'll dedicate a whole episode to that. But that being said, I'll just wrap it up right here. These episodes will be previewing weekly. I will put a link to all my episodes going forward as well as the link to my link tree so you can access my travel blog that I update, uh, you know, bi-weekly or whenever I can, whenever I can balance my work and family life. And uh, yes, until next week, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. Thank you.